Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's Friday morning, and as a part of our ongoing educational series, WSHIT would like to present How Do I Get the Girl? An educational film by WSHIT. Now here, that film. How do you choose a date? My girlfriend Lana is from Pavlograd in Ukraine. She is 27 years old. Whose company would you enjoy? Over the last seven years, we've probably spent 5,000 hours chatting. Well, one thing you can consider is look. She's beautiful, and actually I think she's out of my league. <laughs> Woody thought of Janice and how good-looking she was. I don't feel like I'm talking to someone that's 30 years younger. He'd really have to rate to date somebody like her. I have video chatted with Lana on the site, but there is no audio. Yes, he'd enjoy that. But sometimes I just want to see her. She's just so beautiful to me, but it's also much more expensive to uh, to use their, their video chat services. Well, it's too bad always act so superior and bored. I have my girl now. I really have her. Everybody thought that she wasn't going to be there to meet me. Not only was she there, but she's now mine. All's well that ends well, I suppose. Just look at that young couple in love. We'll be back after this commercial break. On this episode of the commercial break. Do you know what Pokemon is? Yes, of course. Everyone knows what Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. They had the cards, then they had the game. The go. Where people were walking around. Kill it, you know, find... falling off buildings. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Running into traffic. Yes. You know, in parks at three o'clock in the morning when they shouldn't be small children, mm-hmm. you know, jumping off ledges to try and right. catch a Pokemon. It was a whole fucking thing. And it still is a whole fucking thing. A lot of people are still playing this game. Pokemon Go. This, you know, app that they have has not gone away in any way, shape, or form. There, I still it see... went away from my view. Yeah, what a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, of course, because this press stopped talking about it. But I still see these people walking around, you know, like in the corners of grocery stores, like, you know, pointing their phone like, I got you, Pikachu. And I'm like, grow up. Grow up. What is that game? Is it interesting? Can I play? How do you download that? They might be trying to check the nutritional label. Yeah, oh, this is true. This is true. But they were in the corner looking at an electrical outlet. Okay. Well, then that's so I thought, well, yeah. they're inspectors. <laughs> but I don't think so with that Pokemon t-shirt on. <laughs> Those rainbow-colored Doc Martens. I just don't think so. What did he do? Mm, he died. He wrote scripture on it. It was already written somewhere. I can doodle for $4,000. <laughs> 
This is crazy. But it's the business that I'm in, and I don't yes. know what else to tell you. You're a very beautiful woman. You should sit down one day and let me paint you. Okay. Naked. <laughs> like I said, if there's not a penis in it, it's probably not worth anything. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Hello. Mrs. Crumpet, <laughs> my mom told me to come over here and mow your lawn. Oh, oh hi, Billy. Ah, uh, your bushes are looking awful scruffy. <laughs> I need my bushes trimmed. Oh, Mrs. Crumpet, I think you forgot to put your shirt on. Oh, are those my tits? I didn't even notice. Oh, Mrs. Crumpet. Oh, Billy. <laughs> mow my lawn, mow my lawn, mow my lawn. <laughs> this is a- whack my weeds, whack my weeds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. Crumpet. <laughs> this audio porn. Yeah, the audio is porn. Go- Brought to you good. by the commercial break. Yes. Today's sponsor is Disney Toys. <laughs> Fisher Price. Sesame Street and the commercial break presents... <laughs> Mow My Lawn <laughs> right. by Jane Crumpet. <laughs> oh, it's Brian and this is Hold the Hand. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Welcome back to the show. It's been a... Of all shows. The show of all shows. The big show. Big show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love all of you. Did you see... You know this artist Grimes? Have you ever heard of Grimes? Yes. Yes. So pretty young blonde girl who does she music. she married to Elon Musk? Uh, yeah, I or guess. they had a baby. That, uh, yeah, that sounds familiar now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think they had a baby together. Good for you. Look at you paying attention. <laughs> wow. Chrissy did some show prep and I didn't even know about it. Look at that. I don't think they're not that I know about it. You know, not that I'm not that I'm not ever clueless. So I guess that just falls in line with the norm of the show. But I think you're right. I think Grimes is married to Elon Musk. I don't think they actually got married, but they definitely have the baby together and they named it the, like, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. Uh, they named it the, the, the yes. one. The one. The, yes. <laughs> yes. That's what they named They named it, it two Bitcoin NFT. Yes, correct. <laughs> they, his like name that. is an NFT and it just keeps, you know, he's gonna, Elon's yeah. going to sell it at some point. Yeah. He's birth certificates on that flying space car. I have been watching and uh, uh, let me tell you about Grimes first and then I'll tell you about what I'm watching. Okay. I uh Grimes ju- I just saw a picture of her newest tattoo. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. It looks like she has been whipped like a like the you know the you see the pictures of the slaves with the back on the you, back. On the back. Yeah, it literally looks like Matias took a crayon and just scribbled all over her back. Wow. It's an insane tattoo. And she, I don't know what she was trying to say. Something about the the chains of life or the, I don't know, the string theory or something. I don't know what exactly she yeah. was saying, but it was the most, in my opinion, ridiculous tattoo I've ever seen in my entire life. It just doesn't look like anything that that makes any sense. But I mean, God bless her. She wants to do whatever she wants to do with her yeah. back. <laughs> but literally think of a child scribbling on the back of a piece huh. of paper, like a two-year-old. And that's what it looks like on her back. And it was wow. all like bloody and raised and it, it looks pretty bad. Wow. I, I thought to myself, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. That's why I'm afraid to get a tattoo. It's because I'm afraid, not not I'm afraid anybody else is going to think it's stupid. I'm afraid I'm going to think it's stupid after two and a half seconds. I'm going to be like, yeah. why do I get this fucking dolphin on my foot? <laughs> 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 why did I get this dolphin on my penis? <laughs> 
I love watching those tattoo shows, though. They're oh, yeah. all about the artistry of it. I, 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 I know that. I know uh, good friends of mine Oh, yeah. had another good friend. When I was a kid, I had a good friend. He turned out to be a world-famous tattoo artist. World-famous, oh, nice. right? He is yeah. a, like all around the world known. People pay him tens of thousands of dollars for tattoos. Huge complex tattoos all you know up and down their bodies and he does it all freehand right Mm -hmm. and so some people will come in and they'll say you do it right you figure out what you're going to do you're the artist on the canvas you Mm -hmm. do it that kind of guy right he goes to shows and wins awards so friends of mine went and they said i I walked in and they said okay dude and i don't want to give away names because i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but okay dude you do me right just yeah make it up do your thing and then after they left and they took the thing, you know, and they were, I can imagine that he probably showed them first time in the mirror and they were like, oh, oh. man, that looks fantastic. <laughs> 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 but when they left and they got, and the truth came out, mm-hmm. they did not like yeah. the tattoos at all. Oh, no. And now they are extremely upset, not ex- upset, but they're disappointed that they let someone kind of run rip shot on the tattoo because they're like, uh, I don't chance like that. You take. Yeah, that's the chance you take. I just, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm mm-hmm. afraid that even if I pick the tattoo, even yes. if I hand draw it my <laughs> fucking self, that it's going to be bad. And then you see the dipshits who get the tattoo or something is spelled wrong. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, uh, life that. is beautiful. <laughs> it's like, it's spelled with a U, life is beautiful. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, what? Yeah. Who doesn't think to check this? Well, I wonder if some of those artists do it on purpose to the people because they're, they're just an being asshole. Douchey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to think so <laughs> because if you're the kind of guy who would walk around with a misspelling on you, you're probably a douche. Now I can understand that maybe accidents happen sometimes. Yeah. Shit. Sometimes in a hospital they take off the wrong foot. Right. That happens. Shit happens. Right. But if I'm gonna get a tattoo with words in it, with any word except the and and the and of o f, I am going to Google it to make sure that I've got it 100% correct and I'm going to show that to the artist. Yes. I'm going to be like, here's how it's supposed to be spelled. Please don't mix it up. Because you want, yeah, you wonder if the person brought it in like that, misspelled, mm-hmm. and they're like, can you put this on me? And the yeah. artist is like, okay. sure can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and you're going to pay me for it. Right. Oh, you want to pay me for it too? Oh, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> and then afterwards, when the guy realizes he misspelled, hey man, you misspelled beautiful. No, no, you misspelled beautiful. Exactly. I just did what you asked me to do. <laughs> and it, uh, those kind of mistakes, I just don't think I could live with because then you got to go get it lasered off. And mm-hmm. apparently that's an extremely painful procedure yeah, to have done. Yeah, that. so I don't want to do it at all. Period. End of sentence. TCBpodcast.com is where you go. You can read all the show notes. You can look at our audio library. You can look at our video library. You can leave us a note via email. You can text us at 470-584-8449. Thank you to all the people who do that. Uh, You can catch us on Clubhouse, the ever-expanding presence on Clubhouse, B-R-Y-A-N-G-R-E-E-N, one word, at Brian Green, at TCB Chrissy, K-R-I-S-S-Y. And, of course, the Instagram account, which you must join at the commercial break, break, break. <laughs> that's what you get when you do six episodes in a row, six hours of recording in a row. You're like, oh. this is what you get when you go on clubhouse for four hours a night. Then you wake up and you do four hours of podcasting and you go to two hours of phone calls and then four more hours of clubhouse. Yes. Your mouth starts to not work. That's the only, disapp- that's the only part that sucks is that when I'm in clubhouse, 90% of the time I'm talking, you're talking. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not a. Mm-hmm. I'm not a passive participant in Clubhouse 
most of the time. That's not to say that I'm better than anyone else. It just happens to be the way that it worked out. I don't out. think you're a passive participant in life. Uh, or in anything. <laughs> Can't get me to shut up. <laughs> that's why we love that's why we love you. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know these things about myself. It's not like I'm not like I'm oblivious to the fact that I'm kind of a moron who just talks a lot. It's not I'm a balding blowhard. It's a true story. I'm a balding blowhard. That's what I am. And I no. like it. I stick with it. No. I'm with it. And uh so go at the commercial break on Instagram. That's where you can get content you can't find anywhere else. You can DM us if you need a invite to Clubhouse, please do. And we'll send you over to the Comedy Podcast Club and the Commercial Break Club. A lot of great things happening at both of those. And so if you'd like to be a participant, we have got the invite for you. Now available on Android. We believe that it's available on Android. So we'll send you an invite. You can check it out. I think the word on the street is it does work if you have an invite. You can now download onto Android. Right. So that's cool. A whole nother, you know, millions and millions of people Audience. jumping on. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So I am watching to get serious for a minute. <laughs> okay. We don't get serious often, but I'll get serious for a minute. I am watching the most painful documentary that I have ever watched in my mm. entire life. It's painful. It's painful for me to watch it. It's painful me for painful for me to understand that my ancestors may have had a hand in this. I am watching Exterminate All the Brutes. Have you seen this? No. It's on HBO. I think it might be just on the app. I'm not sure they're running it actually on the TV. Uh, but it's guy that by this director, his name is something Peck. I wish I could remember the last name, but the last I wish I could remember the first name, but the last name is Peck. And he's done a, a, a number, uh, I think he did the, the documentary, I Am Not Your N-Word. Uh, mm-hmm. I won't say it here, but mm-hmm. I Am Not Your N-Word, mm-hmm. which won, I think, a bunch of yes. awards and was very powerful. Yep. This is a four-hour documentary on the extermination of inferior races by oh, wow. the superior race, also known as Caucasians, right? Europeans. Mm-hmm. And how this all came about and why it was, how it became acceptable and the story of people, you know, Christopher Columbus and all these other people that came over and then just, you know, laid, yeah, yeah. laid waste to an entire species of human being almost, right? To an entire uh, class of human beings known as the Indians. It's just an incredible documentary that is visceral at every moment. It's, it's At first, it seems like it's very scattered. Like he's going from here to there to everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's like reenactments in there and he takes other pieces from other movies and puts it together and then new documentary footage. It's really a very interesting documentary visually. But as you start to understand the narrative, it is incredibly painful to watch. And it's like, this is a reckoning, right? And now I would like to think that I am a little bit enlightened, more enlightened than some people on this earth about this particular subject. But I know I don't know everything there is to know. And I know that I probably haven't reconciled with every bit of the information but history has been written the most in he's he's right when he says this or someone says this in the documentary history is written by those who win right Mm -hmm, and so the nice stories that we heard when we were children about the pilgrims and the indians and christopher columbus and all this stuff it's just a bunch of horse shit it's a bunch of horse shit and the truth is is that we we came over and i say we i mean my ancestors came over and exterminated an entire continent Mm -hmm. full of human beings uh, yeah, and we did sad. it willfully. We d- it wasn't like we didn't know it wasn't better. There were plenty of people that said this is not the right thing to do, but they just went and did it. It's all about land and mount money and greed and power. If you have a chance to watch this and you have the HBO app, Exterminate All the Brutes is such, it's painful, but it's such a great, mm-hmm. it's a great, it's thought provoking. And it's, um, it's taken as intended, by me at least, taken yeah. as intended. So I just wanted to take a minute to get serious. Now back to the laughs and jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll, I'll turn my brain to other things. I want to tell you about a little story that I've been I've been hearing about. I haven't heard it covered a lot except in the dark, deep recesses of the internet. <laughs> the dark web. <laughs> the dark web. That's right. The dark net. And I thought that I would bring it to some people's attention here on the commercial break. Do you know what Pokemon is? Yes, of course. Everyone knows what Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. They had the cards. Then they had the game. Too, the go. Where people were walking around. Kill it, you know, falling off buildings. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. <laughs> running into traffic. Yes. You know, in parks at three o'clock in the morning when they shouldn't be small children, mm-hmm. you know, jumping off ledges to try and right. catch a Pokemon. It was a whole fucking thing. And it still is a whole fucking thing. A lot of people are still playing this game. Pokemon Go, this, you know, app that they have has not gone away in any way, shape or form there. I still it see... went away from my view. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, of course, because this press stopped talking about it. But I still see these people walking around, you know, like in the corners of grocery stores, like, you know, pointing their phone like, I got you, Pikachu. (laughs) I'm like, grow up, grow up. What is that game? Is it interesting? Can I play? How do you download it? They might be trying to check the nutritional label. Yeah, oh, this is true. This is true. But they were in the corner looking at okay. an electrical outlet. Okay. Well, then that's so I thought, uh, yeah. either they're inspectors. <laughs> but I don't think so with that Pokemon t-shirt on. <laughs> Those rainbow-colored Doc Martens. I just don't think so. Um, but I actually saw the game one time. One of the young kids, you know, one young cousins in our family had it, and he was showing me how it worked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can see how you could probably get addicted sure. to that if you're that age and if you're into that. How you know? There, I know that there are plenty of grown people that are doing this too. So no offense, it's just not my thing. I just yeah. wouldn't be running around with my phone like that. Mm-hmm. Pokemon it originally started, I think, as a television, as a cartoon, correct? Okay. And then they started making trading cards out of it, much like yes. baseball cards, only with the character. Oh, no, maybe Pokemon was a game. And then it became a cartoon. And then it became trading cards. I'm not sure. Or maybe sure. it was trading cards. And then it became a game. Someone enlighten me. <laughs> I think maybe it was a show. Then there were the cards. Then there was the game, I think. Okay. I think we, the game has come last. Disclaimer, we have no fucking yeah, clue what we we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So please write in and tell us how <laughs> this exactly goes down. Yeah, survey says <laughs> you're wrong. Um, so at some point there are trading cards. Mm-hmm. And these trading cards come out in the 90s when Pokemon is a thing. When everyone's, you know, kids, my kids, teenagers, you know, young teens that were grew up with me that are now in their 40s. This is their youth. This is how they grew up. This is what they okay. know about, right? Yeah. It's a little... It's a little after my time, but I did know about Pokemon when I was growing yes. up as a teenager, right? But I was a teenager, and at that point, I was in the you know pussy, yeah. like <laughs> I wasn't in the Pokemon. I was in the pussy. Yeah. Um, uh, so the trading cards. Some people bought these trading cards back then, and now there are many, many adults with way too much time and way too much fucking money on their on their hands, mm-hmm. and they decided they're going to trade these Pokemon cards. <laughs> and the more rare they are, the more they are coveted. Just like sure. any other speculative venture. Yes. So now some of these unopened boxes of first edition, whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck cares, boxes are going for $350,000 broken up into the separate packages. That is right? incredible. It's a whole thing, Holy. Here's how it works. You buy a box, which apparently is very rare of this first edition, whatever, right? There are maybe, I don't know, ten. let's call it 10,000. I have no idea, but let's say there's 10,000. How many of those are left unopened? Maybe a thousand. So you can buy it and you can buy that for maybe a hundred thousand dollars. The box sealed. Jeez. But inside of the box, there might be like fifty different packages of cards. Mm-hmm. And right. in those packages of cards there might be twenty cards in each or ten cards in each or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Each of them has the possibility 
each package has the possibility of having a card that may be worth $150,000 in and of itself in the right condition, printed in the right circumstances, you know, whatever, magic fairy yes. dust. I don't even, <laughs> who knows? There's a whole yes. industry. Yes. Right? And so this has become big business. And whenever there's big money and big business, there's always going to be some shithead who's trying to scam people. Yep. Jake Paul of the two Paul brothers, it's Jake Paul and Paul Paul or whatever it was. Who's the other one? Paul. Jake Paul and I don't even know who the other one. Is. It's two internet guys that, that have made a name for themselves running around being screwballs. They are verifiable internet sensations. Mm-hmm. They have billions of views on their YouTube pages. They are one guy is doing boxing matches with real boxing legends for like millions of dollars per, you know, he, he all of a sudden he decided he was going to be a boxer and yeah. apparently he's good at it. And so now he's like doing boxing events and he's just, they're just making shitloads of money every which way from Sunday being on the internet, Instagram, everything. Right. Yes. One guy had a silly little show like ours. And then now he's got billions and billions of views and millions and millions of followers and people go crazy over these two brothers. So Jake Paul decides I am going to get into the Pokemon trade carding, uh, Card yeah, trading game. game. Get in the game. Yeah. Get, get in the game. But I need an expert in order to do this. Mm-hmm. So he hires what he thinks or what uh, what everybody thinks is an expert, which really looks to me like if you're going to typecast a scammer, you would typecast this guy. He's got absolutely <laughs> not a hair on his body. He looks like Lex Luthor, right? When he talks, he talks like just a sleazy, a... You want to buy a Pokemon first edition box of unopened cards? I've got one for you. Only $75,000. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like he's like a little too slick. Yes. A little too slick for sunshine, if you know what I mean. So Jake Paul buys this box from him. And then Jake Paul, then they, they, do, it, they do something called buying in. Here's how you buy in. Okay. Let's say that the box is 70. The guy's going to sell it to you for $75,000. Mm-hmm. And there are 50 packets of cards. I am going to buy into that box. Meaning, in random, non-sequential order or however it works, I'm going to buy one of those packages of cards. Okay. And I'm going to buy it for X amount of dollars, right? Uh, let's say uh, $10,000 for one package of cards. So now everyone buys in, and there's two ways to do this. Now you either can get a package of cards right? You're buying a package of cards, speculating that there will be an expensive or two card in there. Or you can buy in, meaning everyone pools their money in together. Right. And then whatever the cards sell for individually, we all split the oh, pot. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Buy into so like a lottery ticket. It's like a lottery ticket. Yeah. Correct. And if we win the lottery, workers. we're all going to split the... Yes. Jake Paul does this. He buys one of these boxes. He buys it for $50,000 from this snake oil medicine guy. Right? <laughs> he does it live on his whatever YouTube and then he's all these people that bought in, they start opening up the cards and they realize that they have a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar box. He bought it for fifty. Oh. Now he's reselling it for fifty thousand. What cool. they do is they open it up and as they open it up, they literally auction the cards off right there. Yeah. Right. Someone on else on the internet, I think uh uh Dumb Money Guys, they call themselves Dumb Money, I think is what the name of the Uh the group is. They do an internet show also. They decide, and what they do is they talk about speculative investments and what we can put our money in and all this other stuff, right? But they don't know anything about it, so they call themselves Dumb Money. But they they do their research. It's a group of friends. They decide they want to get into Pokemon, and they talk to the same guy. Oh, yeah. The same guy comes, and they set up this whole live event, which is poorly shot and shittily done, but whatever. That's not the point. (laughs) They're all sitting around a table in some house in Indiana, Indianapolis or whatever. And they are – the guy brings the box – 
but he brings the box in a grocery bag. There is a three hundred. <laughs> it wasn't in like the protection no, briefcase. No, the guys <laughs> brought the cash in a gold briefcase right. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But this dipshit brings it in a Kroger bag. You know, it looks like he just got it from his mom's house. I mean, it was the most unbelievable thing. Literally brings a grocery bag with this box, supposedly worth three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, potentially. Right. Now, he's going to sell it to these guys for $75,000. So he's already ratcheting up the price. When he gets there to the table, the guys start asking questions as untrained investors. But they have brought along two, po- two additional Pokemon card experts. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so now the Pokemon card experts say, so the guy brings out the box and he puts it on there. And he says, I got this box. I bought it from another investor. It's been sitting in a, he tells this whole story. The grandfather oh, bought God. this kid the box. The box has been sitting in a gun safe and for it over ended 20 up in years. This grocery bag. Yeah. And then I bought it from him, and it's only gone from the grandfather to the safe to the grocery bag. He's telling way too much information. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No one asked him. He just started volunteering this information. Okay. Right. And then he says, So if there's anything wrong with this box, then it must have happened when the grandfather bought it. He's already like making excuses as to what could be wrong with the box. Well, what could be wrong with the box? We didn't even accuse you of anything, dude. Right now, we know that there is scamming that goes on, but why would we do this? So then the Pokemon experts say, we're looking for a few things. We're looking for the box to be, you know, if when we press down on the box, move a certain way. Do we see a certain seal? Crease. That's, yeah, crease. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Do we see a certain crease this way? Because if the crease is not there, then it tells us the box is new. And, you know, a new box is not a good box. It means mm-hmm. there's something in it. You know, but apparently the scam is people will open up the box. They'll take the cards out. They'll throw a bunch of other cards in there. Then they'll seal it back up. And then they'll sell the box right. with brand new cards in there. Right? Cards. That from 2021. Yeah. So now you've just got taken. <laughs> the experts start opening up this box. Oh, and as Damn. they do, their eyes just light up, but not in a good yeah. way. They're like, uh, you know, dude, this is cl-. So then they start opening up the packages and they're literally cards that were printed yesterday. Oh, right. And so these guys just gave $75,000 to this guy who is now still sitting at the table. And he is like, <laughs> this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. It's the grand dead grandfather. It's the dead grandfather. <laughs> so all of a sudden, he's he gets the guy on the phone. Like to say, now everybody at the table is like scrambling to figure out what is going on here, right? And the guy in the background, Lex Luthor, is like pretending he's making the pretend phone call oh, that yeah. I said I made one yes. time to the girlfriend, right? <laughs> right? He's making a pretend phone call, and he's like, he's like, hey, we're sitting here, and and the card's not real. It's not real. The cards aren't real. Well, okay, I, you know I'm going to call you back about this. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, we'll talk later. Okay, bye. He doesn't say anything. He just says like, okay, we'll talk later. Bye. Like as if they were in cahoots. And the thing was, is the guy then comes back to the table and he says, listen, guys, I had no idea we were going to open this live. And so I think what happened, they, he got caught because they opened it live. He expected they were going to take this box away. And then at some other point, open it up and divide the cards up. Really? This is unbelievable (laughs) to me. That people would be paying $75,000 for an unopened box of fucking Pokemon cards. Yeah. What is double unbelievable to me is that this guy would knowingly show up with a box of fake cards for a $75,000 transaction. Who does that? This guy. That's ballsy, isn't (laughs) it? That is very ballsy. I mean, at some point he's going to get caught. That's how the scammers work. 
maybe he felt like I can sell the box and they won't open it for another year until they, you know, they'll sit on it for another year or two or 12. And then by that time, I'll be long gone with the $75,000. But no, they got him. They said, nope, we're going to open it right here with these other Pokemon experts and see what happens. There is a whole subset of uh, shit going on with the Pokemon cards. (laughs) I had no idea. I really had no we idea. We should make uh, to commercial break trading cards. We maybe should. in tw- should we? Yeah. This is who makes trading cards because maybe in twenty years our unopened boxes of trading yes. cards will be worth. It's just like this BitCloud shit that I'm seeing. You know what BitCloud <laughs> is? It's a social media app based around Bitcoin, mm-hmm. right? And the thing is, is you bet on people getting famous. That's what you do. You oh. buy into their BitCloud. You buy into them becoming huh. famous on this social media app called BitCloud. And the higher their ranking goes, then the higher their coin goes and then and i'm like what the f- is everything yeah. about betting do we, is every, do we have to make everything about money yes <laughs> and if so how do i get involved know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and if so where's mine why can't i be a pokemon why did i save my pokemon cards oh, from 2020 know, right the only thing i can think of is when i was a kid i had a real boner for dick tracy the movie that horrible movie with madonna and, yeah i you love know, that warren Beatty. Uh, warren Beatty. i love that yes, movie. Loved it it. Great movie. even before it came out i was i bought <laughs> into all of the merchandise and the comic books and the everything right i just thought the colorful nature of it was fantastic yeah. and i told my mom this is going to be worth money someday mom you got to buy me all this shit so i went around to the movie theaters and i collected the posters after they got rid of them and i bought the books and i bought the characters and i bought the trading cards and i bought everything knowing that this was my Because I knew baseball cards, they grew in value. And I figured, hell, if baseball cards can grow in value, so can Dick Tracy. And I'm just, and I went to McDonald's and I bought all of the, you know, all of the happy meals. So you get the fucking card in the bottom of it. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, no one wants that Dick Tracy shit. No, they do not. No one wants my Dick Tracy shit. (laughs) Why is that? Haven't made a resurgence yet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't have it anymore. I threw it out Uh, about four years ago. uh, My dad was cleaning out the house, and he's like, "You want this Dick Tracy (laughs) shit?" I think the cat pissed all over it, and I'm like, "Nah, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Who cares about Dick Tracy? What else? What other shit did I? You remember the movie? You remember the song by Phil Collins? Um, uh." Against all odds, uh, what was it? <laughs> what was the song? Um, Against all so take a look at me now. Yeah. There's just an empty space. And you coming back to and me? You coming back to me is against the odds, but that's what I've got to face. So take a look at me now. Yes, now there's just an empty space. <laughs> I love that song. That's a great song. I love song. that song. So I loved it. Yeah, you can really get into it. And so I thought that that movie, Against All Odds, which was a movie, was just that also was going to skyrocket in value. So I begged the local movie uh, VHS store for that poster. Well, wouldn't you know it? No one wants my fucking poster from Against All Odds either. I'm not good at speculation. Well, I'm not good at it. I just don't do well with that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think I had like a Cal Ripken Jr. rookie card when I was trading baseball cards. I think I traded it for a fucking Playboy magazine or something. Yeah. Some kid was like, you want to play my magazine? Give me that Cal Ripken <laughs> right. Jr. And I'm like, who fucking cares about Cal Ripken Jr.? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fuck is that? Who? Who? I had a Babe Ruth and I sold it for a pack of bubble gum in a penthouse. Babe who? The the candy bar? Sure, take it. Whatever. I don't care. That's I'm real, just, babe. I've never been good at two things. I've never been good at patience. 
because I want it now, right? <laughs> right? So for me, all these speculative games are not good because you got to wait it out, right? And I've never been good at identifying the thing that's going to be popular in the future. Dick Tracy yeah. and Against All Odds did not turn out to be my my Pokemon yeah. Go. Just didn't. <laughs> well, maybe we need an expert, you know, kind of on the show that can la- lead the way. We la- could call our old friend. Yeah, because yeah, I, just, I just saw this uh, movie on Netflix and it was called Made You Look. Made you look. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was about this art forgery that was going on up in New York uh, a few years ago. And someone was coming, forging the art and selling it as real. Like that's all of a sudden they just popped up in somebody's basement. Oh, here's this long lost piece of art. Well, uh, adios. And, oh. eh? <laughs> Hello. Uh, this is me, uh, Philippe Venvaldud. Philippe. I am an art expert. Perfect. What would you like to know about? Yep. That's what we, we, I'd like you to examine this, this, uh, mint poster, this Pearl this Jam. This Pearl Jam mint poster is worth two dog shits. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Who cares about anybody? In some circles, this is known as the worst investment in Pearl Jam history. <laughs> but I just call it shit. <laughs> <laughs> now get me, get get me an Eddie Ved an NFT. Then we are talking in now business. We're talking. See, this is the kind of advice that we need as to like where should we be putting our money, Felipe? Well, if you ask me, a Frenchman, uh, what I would say to you is uh, put your money in the bank account <laughs> because all the uh, who cares about these painted penises? It's not important. Uh, <laughs> Buy some French fries. They have more value than Brian's Dick Tracy collection. <laughs> You're just not good at it, Brian. <laughs> now, I have been involved in many art transactions throughout my entire life. Nice. And let me tell you the most valuable one ever. I bought a Dick Tracy card. <laughs> what kind of fucking idiot buys a Dick Tracy card? This is stupid. And Pearl Jam posters. I mean, I like Pearl Jam as much as the next schmuck, but this is not going to make you money, right? No way. No way. It's like putting mayonnaise on an apple. <laughs> Who wants it? No one. <laughs> no one. It makes your pee smell funny. Okay. Ask me a question about that. Okay. So what, you know, is it, do you like more modern art or... You know, art from the Renaissance period. I tend to like art from any period where it makes me money. <laughs> but if you ask me, I like the modern art. I like, uh, you know, p- these uh, modern art show pieces, showcases. People come mm-hmm. in, they throw poop against the wall, and yeah. they say, this. This is art. This is a master. And then some moron buys it for $250,000. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing what passes for art these days. But now if it's a little bit older, you have to have a more refined taste. You have to have an angel with some tits out or a penis or something like that. You can't just sell a piece of art without a penis in it. <laughs> I always say, bet on the penises. Bet on the bet penises. On the penises. Uh-huh. If there's a penis in the artwork, it's likely to be valuable. Anything else. <laughs> Well, so Brian and I are thinking of starting our own trading cards. Oh, so what Brian is good at investments. You should listen to him. Follow him right down the bankruptcy rabbit hole. <laughs> trading cards. What is this nonsense? Trading cards. Pokemon. Please. Real art dealers know that the money is in scamming people with older art, not with newer right. shit. The young kids, they're too smart. Yeah. However, some rich grandma in New York City, she pays a lot of money for what she does not know. Yes. 
<laughs> Please, Van Gogh never painted a thing. It was his brother. We all know this. Jason Van Gogh. <laughs> Pablo Picasso, his mother. Margaret Picasso. They were the artists. Then And now we just... How do you know a painting is real? This is what I'm asking everybody all yeah. the time. When I go in and they ask, they say, Jean van Vandebel, uh, praise this for me. And I say, my, I, I think the value is how much you're willing to pay. <laughs> how do you, what do you want me to do? I mean, sniff it. It smells old to me. <laughs> <laughs> Looks great. Put it on your wall. Fantastic. Wonderful. <laughs> It's such a stupid thing. I don't even know I got involved in first place. Maybe because my dad, artist, famous artist. Oh, was he the one who was actually doing all the art appreciation? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you call it appreciation. <laughs> he got very mad at things and <laughs> threw the painting out the window. But he was an artist and a madman, and I'm telling you what. And now, so I know a little bit about art. So someone says, listen, you should probably appraise these paintings for people before they go into Sudabies mm -hmm. and get their million dollars. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I'm good as the next guy. This is basically how the art world works. <laughs> no one fucking knows how much it costs. What are you kidding me? This is so stupid. Why do people go, oh, the experts are here. Expert, please, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk. I just had the three-way with a German man in some whore down in Chelsea. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, uh, it's worth $2 million. Oh, $2 million. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think I, this is the thing I think about art. We must all understand. It's in the eye of the beholder. All right. Yeah. If someone feels like it's worth money, it's worth money. That's true. There is another idiot born every moment. <laughs> so the art world will continue to experience the ups and the downs. Mm -hmm. Now people are buying the Pokemon cards. Please, Pokemon Go. Pokemon, stop fucking around. Please, stop wasting your money. Who? How much can this go up? What, someone's going to pay $2 million for a Pokemon Go card? That's not art. You can't hang it in your wall. You can't masturbate to it. I mean... <laughs> I always say, the more you can masturbate to a painting, the more valuable it should be. That makes sense. This is not a, this is not a philosophy that is held by many people in the art world, but <laughs> I am the, I am, of course, the artist yes. expert. <laughs> you are. What well, I kind, appreciate you coming on today. The, yeah, of course. No, if you know that Brian's mother got a... What is it called? A Maplethorpe or what? Uh, what is this? Robert Maplethorpe, yeah. Yeah, no, this thing that's standing right oh. there. Remember Brian's mother, someone gave her a, what's that guy? The famous, the famous artist. Oh gosh, we went to I his don't house. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, we went to his house. We don't even know his name. This is what I'm telling you. I can't even remember the artist's name. And yet I'm thinking of Robert Maplethorpe. <laughs> Robert Maplethorpe is the guy who did masturbate for art. Robert Maplethorpe was very controversial. But this guy, yeah. he just wrote, he literally wrote letters on top of uh, wood carvings. And now people go crazy over his shit. And yes. I don't understand. One minute he's selling 25. Finster. 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 That's right. One minute he's selling 25 cent or pieces of wood. And the next minute people are paying $10,000 yeah. for the same piece of wood. What did he do? Mm -hmm. He died. He wrote scripture on it. <laughs> it was already written somewhere. I can doodle for $4,000. <laughs> This is crazy, but it's the business that I'm in, and I it don't is. know what else to tell you. You're a very beautiful woman. You should sit down one day and let me paint you. Okay. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if there's not a penis in it, it's probably not worth anything. 
<laughs> okay, bye. Until next time, you need me for artwork. Bye, Felipe. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> ciao, ciao. <laughs> Felipe, our new art expert. Yes. Very enlightening. I, I agree I with like what have, he said. I like having an art expert just on hand. Yes, one on that we can call. call up on demand. Yes. Yes. And I, I, I agree with it mm-hmm. in some sense that how much is something really worth? It's really worth what someone's willing to pay for. Exactly. I, often, I often say this about the real estate industry, too. How much mm-hmm. is a house worth? It's worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You can speculate all day long. You can go. I mean, we've built houses in our, our real estate career. We've built houses that we were sure were X amount of dollars people were going to pay for it. And they paid 30 percent less because that's mm-hmm. what someone was willing to pay for. And conversely, we've built houses where we were like, oh, we're not going to get that much money for it. And then people start, you know, many people bid on it yeah. because it's it, there's an Supply X factor. It's, yeah, well, it's not even supply, yeah, some supply and demand, but it's an X factor that people are either into yeah. it or they're not into it. That's just the way that it is. True. Do you have any art in your house that you would consider valuable? Uh, I do. Well, I mean, more photographs. Mm. Jeff had some photographs and photographs was, of what that he would um, consider some valuable. Artists that he's that he's put out. Okay, some of the artists that he's worked with. Um, so photographs of them or photographs mm-hmm. taken by them. Photographs of them. Of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I have this Finster from my mother that she yes. gave us. I have no idea how much it's worth. I think somebody, and I don't know, I might be guessing $3,000. We got a Finster thing too when we were up there. Oh, you did? Ant. <laughs> and, and so how much did you pay for it? Well, that, I mean, that's more expensive. We just bought kind of a print. Oh, you bought a print. Okay, then, this yeah. is an original. Yeah, yeah his, he signed it and everything. Wood, and, wood carving. Yeah, wood carving. And apparently the guy who gave it to my mom, Art, I mean, Irving. Yeah, Irving. Irving. Loving Irving. <laughs> I can't have, hear you. We haven't <laughs> talked about Irving. Ah, Irving's doing good. He had yes. some health issues, but he's back on. He's back on the map. Okay, good. Yeah, I didn't. I yeah, I didn't want to bring him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that they can listen. They don't. My mom's still trying to figure out. Yeah. I mean, my mother. God bless her heart. She's like, how do I get that on the radio? And I'm like, I don't even. She's like, can I download that on my phone? But you know, I've got her the jitterbug phone. That the only thing that she could possibly do is go to the website and then listen to it there. Okay. But I feel like even her getting onto a website is a bridge too far. It's yes. just so hard <laughs> to explain to her how I'm going to do this. Right. Right. And so I try my best to. I, and plus, she doesn't need to listen to the show. What does no. she need to hear? She didn't need to hear all this shit. My dad, however, I think he likes the show. Okay. I think he's. I think he likes the show. He's told me on a number of occasions, "Oh, it's a good, pretty funny show last week." And I'm like, "You listened?" And he's like, "Oh, I got a chance to listen, sure." <laughs> I don't think my stepmom thinks it's so funny, but he right. finds it funny. But this piece of art is the most expensive thing that the most expensive art. And also, I have this like Indian silk screen yeah. that some people have told me is authentic from the 16 or 1700s. Wow. Which could be worth a real deal of money. Mm-hmm. But I have to get it like carbon dated and shit. And I'm not going to go yeah. do that. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. I'd have to cut a piece off of it and go get it carbon dated. I am not interested in that in the, in the least yeah, unless we absolutely need the money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this, this these three letters behind is TCB is about as expensive as art gets in these, these pearl jambos. By the way, seven thousand dollars min condition. Look at them, TCB. Buy them as a set or break them up individually, and you could be like, I got the T from the commercial break. <laughs> or you can buy my pearl jam posters here. <laughs> yep, everything in here is for sale. I spent a lot of money on these pearl jam posters, and I don't ever know if they're. I mean, I bought them because I liked them. I didn't buy them as I a got speculator. you a pearl jam thing, like picture photograph. You did from the yeah. fox. It's somewhere in my. It's somewhere in the house. Somewhere. <laughs> in her basement. I'm, I'm like looking around. 
I looked on the ceiling. That was the funniest thing I've ever done. I said, it's somewhere. It's on the ceiling. It's probably up in my attic. It's probably where it is because that's where all the sh- that's where all the shit goes that we we is. had never found a place for. Yeah. Um, and you know, I bought these, but I I have no idea. I know how much I paid for them. I have no idea what they're going to be worth in the future. Right. And I'm just not but that. You like it? I do. It's something that I care for. You know, I like coming in the studio and I like looking. Uh, uh, Pearl nice. Jam concerts bring me good memories. Some of yes. them do. So when I look at that, I go, oh, there was a concert that, you know, I didn't actually go to. But there was a concert that I. <laughs> I'm making no sense right now. These are concerts that I didn't go to, but I like concerts. I've been to a concert. I might as well. I've been to a I might as well put a BTS concert poster up there and said, I've been to a concert. <laughs> the Wilson sisters. What was that? Wilson? Uh, yeah, the Wilsons. <laughs> the Wilsons? Is that what it was? I think it was. Gonna find, gonna find, mm-hmm. gonna find your way. And you hold on just oh, one, one more day. day. If you hold on. See, Brian, I think that you are great at singing. And that is going to one day, we're going to sing on... The commercial break. Yeah. And do misheard lyrics. Oh, we'll do misheard lyrics coming yeah. up in the next couple of episodes. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's a good one. And I'll, <laughs> I'll really do my is. best to sing those songs in the voice of the actual singer. <laughs> Not only am I good at singing, but I'm good at voices. So I'm going to try and mix those two together. Yeah. I'm actually awful at both of those things, so it's going to sound like a train wreck. It's going to sound like a German Eddie Vedder. I'd like to thank Zach Efron's people for reaching out to us to be on the show today. Unfortunately, They're we didn't persistent. get to it. They are persistent. I really want Zach to come on, and yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's, we're just, we get so busy, and we forget about it every time. I keep on telling Chrissy. I'm like, you know, we probably should bring Zach on for the show. And then she says, but we got to talk about Pokemon. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's a conundrum. And unfortunately, just this time, Pokemon won out. But yeah. one of these days... Zach and his people. We're going to get you on here. I promise. www.tcbpodcast.com is where you go. You can read all the show notes. You can find out more about Chrissy and I, and you can listen and hear <laughs> more about us. <laughs> yes. www.tcbpodcast.com. We got the giggles. I know. <laughs> it happens a lot on the show. Yes. At The Commercial Break on Instagram, at Brian Green, B-R-Y-A-N-G-R-E-E-N on Clubhouse. Or at DCB Chrissy, K-R-I-S-S-Y. You can join the Comedy Podcast Club or the Commercial Break Club. Either or. We'll send you an invite. If you need one, just go ahead and yes. DM us or text us at 470-584-8449. Standard text messaging rates do apply for those of you that are outside the country. So please be mindful of that. It might cost you $19.99 a text. I don't know. You gotta check with your own carrier. That'll go towards our art fund. And I can't be responsible for everybody. <laughs> check it out on your own. Please do. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. The commercial break. New episodes on Tuesdays and now Fridays. New YouTube clips drop daily at youtube.com slash the commercial break. Visit tcbpodcast.com for access to our entire media library. Follow us at The Commercial Break on Instagram and join The Commercial Break Club on Clubhouse to join in live recordings. Each episode is written and produced by Brian Green, co-hosted by Chrissy Hoadley, with additional content provided by Tina Connell.